Hello, everybody. Welcome to day two of owning your confidence. So if you are catching this live as I'm here chatting with you, please let me know in the comments. Let me know that you're here. Say hi so that I can say hi back to you um, either on Instagram or Facebook. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited to be having this conversation and talking about resiliency today. So just as a reminder, yesterday we talked about authenticity, which was being yourself, owning who you are, and the homework yesterday. So if you were watching and you did it yesterday, um, just a reminder, the homework was knowing what a perfect day for you. What is something you enjoyed doing as a child? So going back in your childhood and saying, what was something that was really fun for me to do? And then really just defining who you are and what do you want out of life? Uh, because as I said yesterday, we get so out of touch with who we are and what we want out of life that we kind of forget and we just start living to other people's expectations and we don't want to do that anymore because that's not how we want to live. And today is all about um, the part two of our ARC, our ARC, so our authenticity, our resiliency is today and tomorrow is going to be about consistency. And that's the arc of a confident woman, I think a confident human being, whatever. And today is about resiliency because when you start showing up authentically and you start owning who you are, you're, you're going to fall down. You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. People are going to judge you. are going to talk about you. You're going to get hurt. You might lose some, some friends. You might lose some people in your life. And it's, it's going to be painful. It's not always going to be easy and pretty and sunshine and roses. It will be in the end, and it's totally going to be worth it. But I just had a, a woman message me. I just saw the message uh, not long before I hopped on here just saying how she's watching my post and seeing what I'm sharing, and, and she's telling me, you know, I'm getting ready to launch this product, and I'm just, you know, it's really great watching you do this. It's in inspiring. And my response to her was, you know, hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate hearing that because sometimes you put stuff out there and you're like, I don't know if anybody's listening, but I'm talking and I'm just going to keep going. But to hear that, number one, is a, a blessing for me because it lets me know, like, okay, keep going. People are listening and people need to hear this message. And that's really awesome because if I try to show up for 100 people, if I can't show up for one person, to show up for a hundred or a thousand or more or more people who who need to hear this and I have a really strong mission which is essentially to show that every woman every person can have a work-life balance that feels good for them that it's not work and it's not life it's not an either or it's a both end and I think that's a really beautiful place to be and it starts with you speaking up for yourself and so basically what I told her I said showing up isn't always easy but it's 1000% always worth it. I have never regretted doing something, doing a training, doing a video, sharing a post or what I've never regretted it. I've always learned from it. And that's really what resiliency is. Resiliency is failure is going to happen. You just have to accept that. And along with failure and really accepting failure is that our society says that failure is bad. And that failure is wrong and that it's not worth the risk to do something different or something new because it might fail. It might not work. And that's that's really what we're taught in school. We're taught you get a failing grade. That's not good enough. You need to do better. 
But what we don't do is we don't accept that failure and look at it and say, I'm not bad. I just need more practice. I need to do a little bit more work. This failure doesn't mean that I've done something wrong or that I'm a bad person or that I'm stupid. It just means I need to try something different. I need to look at it in a different way. My brain didn't comprehend whatever I was learning or trying to do. Okay, this didn't work, but that's okay. What can I learn from it and how can I apply what I learned to a different strategy, a different plan, a different thing, a different product, whatever it is. If you've got a business and you're actually creating a physical product and you put the first product draft out there and you wait for feedback and you wait for that feedback and you get that feedback and then you refine it and put it out again and try again. I was just um, reading about this, this product the other day and it was, uh, you know, the person created the product and what they did is they just kind of put it out. Um, it was like swimsuit bottom. So they put it out and they sent it out to a bunch of people to say, we just want feedback before they started really selling and sharing. They wanted to see what people thought of it. What could they improve? What could they do better? Where so many people in our society don't do anything because they're like, oh my God, people are going to think it's wrong. People aren't going to like it. It's not going to look good. It's not going to be good. I'm not going to look good. I'm going to be judged but you have to do something and you have to get the feedback. So years ago, I was at a job and I remember saying, uh, I do a lot, I did a lot of events and stuff like that. And I remember saying after one big event, I said, oh, we should do a survey and see what people thought and see what we can do better for next year. And the response I got uh, from the people above me was, we don't, we don't do that. We don't need to know what they think. We know what we're going to do. We don't need their feedback. And I remember thinking, but it's not an event for us. It's an event for them. We don't have to do everything they're suggesting, but their feedback will help us do better. And I wasn't confident enough in myself years ago to, to say that. I just kind of was like taken aback by it. And I went, but well, we have to ask for feedback so that we can do better next time, right? And that was not the thinking. And I kept, I remember sitting there like this, this doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't understand why, why wouldn't we want to hear from people to know if we're doing a good job or not doing a good job. And essentially it was like, we don't want to hear their feedback because we're going to do what we're going to do anyway. Okay. Okay. And in that same position, I remember pitching like new ideas for events or trying something different and being really terrified of if this doesn't work out, I'm a failure. Because as you can tell, that's what was kind of coming from the top down was you've got to do something and it's got to be successful the first time. And if it's not successful the first time, then we're not doing it. If we can't guarantee a successful outcome, we're not doing it. And, and I remember being so scared. I did this one event and it just didn't get the turnout that I wanted. And I remember walking away thinking, God, that, was, that wasn't good. I probably shouldn't have even tried it. I should have just let it go. And in the me of now would look at it and say, oh, well, we tried it this worked, this didn't, okay, let's try it again, or let's do it a different way, or let's do something else. Did we need to market it in a different way? Did we need it to put it out there in a different way? That wasn't where I was coming from. And now if I do something, it's, okay, well, what went well? What didn't go well? What did I like? What didn't I like? What got feedback from people and what didn't? And I, I look at it in a different way. So that's resiliency. Resiliency is saying we're going to fail, but we have to look at it in a different light. And we've got to stand back up because if every time you got knocked down or somebody said you did something wrong or you tried something and it didn't work, you didn't try again. 
what, what are you what are you really going to learn? Like, what are you going to learn if you don't stand back up and try again? You're just going to keep yourself defeated and then you're just going to stay where you are. So you're never going to try something new again. And another real interesting thing about this is uh, I'll share I'll share the story, but not right now. There's a story I'm going to share, but I think it's going to fit better um, down the line in the conversation. But we have to fail in order to grow. And we look at people like a Steve Jobs or Michael Jordan in here, you know, I missed more shots than I made or how he got cut from his high school basketball team. Like we hear these stories and we we get really inspired by them. But yet in I want to say in the real world, but in the majority of people don't embrace failure that way. You're like, oh, but it worked for them, but it wouldn't work for me. Their failure was good. It helped them grow, but it's not going to, it's not going to work for me. Or that's really awesome that they did it, but we don't allow ourselves to do that. We don't allow ourselves to fail and say, well, they're telling me it's okay to fail, but yet I'm not allowing myself to do it. I'm just kind of staying where I am and I'm refusing to take risk and I'm refusing to step out of my comfort zone and we have to take risks. How do you think anything that's ever been invented or created was made because somebody didn't want to take a risk they were too scared so they were like i'm going to stay comfortable and i'm only going to make or create something that's going to be successful you know when the light bulb was invented like do you think he was like yeah this is going to be a great success but no it probably failed a thousand times before he figured out what it was before he figured out the, the right formula any anyone who does you know experiments or scientists or research and says you have to keep learning and that's how you grow. We wouldn't allow our children, you know, we don't want to reprimand them every time they make a mistake and say, oh, you got that wrong. You're stupid. Well, yeah, then they're never going to take risks. So why would we say that to ourselves? What is there like a cutoff in age where it's like, oh, you're allowed to make mistakes because you're learning until you hit X age? What is it? 10, 11, 12, 16, 20? Like how long are you allowed to go and make mistakes? before it's no longer considered a good thing. Because we embrace it in children, in toddlers when they're learning to walk, but yet as adults, we don't embrace it. We just say, like, what is the cutoff? There is no cutoff because we are human beings and we are constantly growing and expanding. And if we stop growing and expanding, then we just stay exactly where we are. But guess what? The world around us continues to move forward. But we're just kind of going along. We're like on the that little escalator thing in the airport. You know, you're just standing and allowing everything to happen around you, but you're not doing anything. And that's that's not where you want to be. You want to be able to fall down and stand back up. And that's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to get the growth. That's where you're going to take the next steps. That's where you're going to learn and get that feedback and say, do people like this? Do people not like this? And if they don't like it, that's okay. You can learn from it or you can say, yeah, but I'm still feeling really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm really passionate about this and I'm, I'm just going to keep moving forward. Maybe I haven't found the right people yet, but you're really passionate about something. And that goes back to your authenticity and owning who you are and owning your own intuition and saying, I'm just going to keep going because something inside me is telling me to keep going. Like, do you think, how many times do you think Steve Jobs was made fun of or turned down because he's like, well, I'm going to make this phone. I'm going to make this, this computer, like a computer for every home. And it's like, yeah, no. Like how, how often do you think that that has happened when a new product has been invented or created or a service and people have said to them that that's brand, nobody's ever done that before, but who's to say people don't need it. We are constantly in need of new things, new creations, new conversations, new ways to see and look at things 
because that's how we learn. But if that person wasn't willing to take a risk and to go against the grain and create something new or create something different or say something that needed to be said, because groupthink is a thing as well. It's when, you know, you're in a group and everyone else is kind of agreeing with something and you're kind of outside going, I don't really agree with it, but everyone else is kind of going along these lines. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to go along with them. But what happens when you're the outlier and you step in and then all of a sudden you say, but what if, and you kind of create that little ripple in the conversation and that little ripple allows somebody else to step in and say, you know what? I kind of feel that way too. And it's all because somebody decided to step up and say something and to be resilient and say, I don't think, I don't know if these people are going to agree with me, but I've got to say this anyway. I've got to speak up because there's an injustice. There's something that's unfair and there's something that's not sitting right with me. But how often in your life have you just sat and allowed other people to make decisions that you didn't necessarily agree with? And maybe that was the right decision, but maybe you just needed to voice your opinion or have the conversation or hear more information. I mean, that's kind of how I felt when I was in that conversation there and I asked, I said, we should do a survey and get feedback. And, you know, my boss goes, no, we don't do that. And I thought if I were confident and courageous enough, I could have said, but I really want to do it anyway, because it's going to help. I'm the one who's planning the event. I'm the one who's running it. I'm the one who's coordinating it. I'm the one who's getting emails from people saying, this was good. This was not good. I liked this. Oh, this was great. Thank you so much. Well, if I can do something to improve that, I'm the one who's getting those emails. My my neck is on the line. And I didn't stand up. I just allowed it to happen. And I was like, well, okay. I don't believe that, but okay. And if we're confident and if we're resilient and we can stand up and say, no, that doesn't feel right to me. And this is why. And X, Y, and Z. These are the reasons I'd like to do it. That other person might have been like, oh, well, I didn't see it in that way. That's okay. Or they might have said, yeah, but no, I still don't think it's a good idea. And you go, yeah, I know you don't, but I'd really like to do it anyway. And this is my event and it's something that I run. So I'm going to do it. And to have that confidence and courage to stand up for yourself and to speak your mind and to say, even if you turn me down, I'm going to keep pushing forward because I am resilient. I'm being authentic. I'm being who I am and I'm being resilient. And then tomorrow we'll talk about being consistent where you do it over and over and over and over again. And then you become really, really confident because you've done something so many times and not allowing people to walk all over you or tell you you're wrong or tell you, you yeah, people are going to tell you you're wrong. People are not always going to agree with you. And if you're looking to be liked by everybody, well, then you could just turn this video off because being resilient isn't a thing for you. You're just going to go along with what everybody else has to say. But if you want to be confident and you really want to create change, if you're someone who's very passionate about something, and, and I was really passionate about that job that I had at the time, I really, my heart was 110% in that job, but there were things I was roadblocked on. And had I had the confidence to stand up and speak my mind and be resilient and being able to take those falls and being able to, to have a thick skin and to take those hits and to say, but that's okay. Cause inside me, I know I'm doing what's right for me. I think I could have done some real good, but I couldn't do the good that I wanted to do because I wasn't confident enough to say that and speak my mind. And one other piece of that really is when you're confident, and you're authentic, and you're resilient, and you do this over and over again, and you really gain that confidence and courage, you begin to become more articulate about what it is that you want. So 
a number of years ago, same job. I really struggled with articulating how I was feeling and what was going on inside me and how disconnected I was feeling of, I, I love what I'm doing, but something's not right. Like I just kept thinking I can't put words to what I was feeling. And that, that was really a, a huge struggle for me. And as I gained the confidence to move forward, as I started to understand who I was and what I wanted, as I was able to dig into myself, into my inner being, into my heart, into my soul and say, what is it that you want? The more I was able to do that, the more I was able to articulate what it is that I want. And just, just last night, I had this conversation and uh, the gentleman says, well, what is it that you do? And I said, oh, well, you, are you ready for this? I said, I'm a life coach. And he goes, well, what does that mean? And I really kind of had to dig in and I'm like, well, it's, and it just made me realize that I needed to kind of come up with a really articulate answer for when that gets questioned, when I get questioned on that again. But it's, it's being a life coach is I help empower women to be confident and to do what feels good for them and empower them to listen to their intuition. So I am the person on the other end helping to inspire and empower so that you, whoever's listening or any woman who wants to work with me to say, you have everything you need inside of you. And I help as a life coach to either ask the right questions and pull out the right answers so that you can look inside yourself and say, oh my God, I see it. So all I do is I'm a mirror. I'm a reflection. I'm a question asker. I dig in. I listen to my intuition, what's kind of being told for me, and then share information with you. And, and that allows, allows us to have this conversation where we can pull things out that maybe you haven't seen, that you have a different perspective on, or to open your eyes and see a new opportunity. And it really helped me understand of like, okay, well, I may have made a little mishap and maybe I did fall down a little bit and somebody asked me and I was ill-prepared to really answer that question. So I stumbled along my words a little bit, but it wasn't, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't be a life coach because I couldn't quite articulate what it is that I do. But really it was, no, you just need to figure it out, maybe talk it out, maybe journal through it, maybe meditate on it, and then come up with that clear answer when it gets asked again, and I can be more prepared the next time. So that's being resilient. And for me, a big piece is actually saying to somebody, well, what is it that you do? Well, I'm a life coach. That's a real, was something that I really struggled with for a long time and really owning it and saying, this is who I am and this is what I do. And that's a huge piece of being confident as well. I had to become confident in saying that to somebody and really owning it and saying, that's me being authentic. This is what I do. And it's a really beautiful space to be in. And I'm so grateful to be here, but I had to understand that about myself and own that within myself and then be resilient. So when that question gets asked, I have an answer and I know what I want to say and I know how I want to say it and articulate it. And every time it might be a little bit different, but I'm still owning it and saying it. So being resilient and saying, this is who I am. I'm going to mess up. I'm not going to do things perfectly. I'm not going to come out of the gate and be like the best life coach on the planet, but I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow and I'm going to attract the right people who are willing to, who want to work with me and who know that they're going to learn something from me and take them to the next step. And that's what's, what's really beautiful about it is owning who you are when you own who you are and you understand that you walk into life saying, this is who I am. I am imperfect. I'm going to mess up, but I'm always learning and always growing. There's so much confidence and courage that comes behind those, those two things. 
And then tomorrow we'll talk about consistency and really consistently showing up and saying, okay, I did this thing. I showed up. It went really well. That was awesome. Let's celebrate it. Okay. I did it again. Oh, I didn't really like this. I learned from it. I made a mistake or this isn't exactly how I wanted to do it. Let's do it differently again the next time. And it's constantly being able to do that. So I'm really excited to have that conversation tomorrow because, you know, as someone who started her own business almost three years ago, back in 2018, and it has gone through, well, really, if we look, if you listen to yesterday's video, it was really 2016, and the business has gone through so many iterations, and in the beginning, I didn't want to own that I was a coach, like, I didn't want to say it, like, it didn't feel good to me, and it took me some time to really own that and say, this is who I am, and this is what I do, and I'm so dang excited about it, and just as I said to that woman today who messaged me is, showing up isn't always easy. But when you are authentic and you are who you are and you come from a place that's heart centered, where you care, I'm not just here to make money. Yes, it's a business. Yes, it's a profitable business, but I'm not here for the money. I'm here for my mission and my mission comes from my heart and anything I do, I want to come from my heart. Uh, That's why I originally got into nonprofit work when I graduated college was I wanted to do work that had meaning. And for me at the time, meaning meant nonprofit and being able to help people and be in the community and do those sorts of things. That was really, really powerful for me. My mission hasn't changed. My mission deep down inside of me is my work needs to have meaning to me and meaning to other people. I want want to be of service to other people. That mission has never changed. It's gone through quite a few iterations and it's looked different over the last uh, 15 years. But the mission, the deep down mission and purpose of who I am, that has not changed. And as I continue to own that and say it doesn't matter exactly what I'm doing or what it looks like, but the fact that I'm owning what this mission is and learning constantly from it means that I'm just taking one more step further and learning one more thing that I can kind of incorporate into into what it is that I do. And it's a really beautiful, really amazing place to be. And I teach this stuff because I want all women to feel this. I want all women, I want all human beings to be confident and say, this is who I am. I'm going to own it. I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to show it to the world, whether people want to see it or not. I don't care because this is me and somebody out there is going to appreciate me for who I am. And it's, um, it's going to be so much easier to go through life not pretending to be somebody else because that's a lot of darn work. Pretending to be somebody else, that's a lot of work. You don't need to pretend to be somebody else. Just be you. Life will be easy. You will be much happier. And you eventually won't give a crap about what other people have to say about you. You'll be able to move on. And you'll find the people who will accept you for who you are. And life will be so much easier. And that's what happens when you own your confidence and you own who you are. And you realize that you're an imperfect human being who's always growing and learning. And you learn the value of an apology. And you learn the value of growing and doing better the next time and improving and getting feedback. That's what life is all about. It's about being resilient. So yesterday we talked about authenticity. Today we talked about resiliency. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about consistency. And this is all leading up to my Confident and Courageous Woman program that is starting on Monday, April 5th. So if you want to get in on that program, you don't have to wait until tomorrow's live training is over. Just send me a message now. Let me know that you're interested. I'll get you all the info. It is a 14-week group coaching program. 
we're going to be talking about confidence, courage, uh, your limiting beliefs that show up. We'll be doing healing practices together, meditations, hypnosis, EFT, to break down all of those beliefs. And it comes with group coaching and weekly group coaching calls. So it is intense because there are calls every single week. We actually will take two weeks off in between because it's a 14-week program. We'll do 12 weeks of coaching calls and we'll get together and you can ask questions and we'll have conversations and I'll be teaching and sharing and we'll be meditating and journaling and having all of these really beautiful breakthrough moments. And what it's going to do is the consistency over 12 weeks, it's going to push you to grow and grow so darn quickly that you won't believe it. I've done programs where you get together once a month. I've done programs where you've done them on your own. But the idea of every single week getting together, it doesn't give you time to settle in. It doesn't give you time to settle or to allow your ego to show up and to talk yourself out of it. Because every single week, it's that push. It's that pull to say, okay, what's next? What's next? Okay, I didn't do what I said I was going to do last week. Okay, I'm going to do it this week. And it gives you the push and the motivation because you're surrounded by a group of women who are doing the same things you are going through, the same crap you're going through, breaking down similar limiting beliefs or any limiting beliefs, and you're healing and you're growing and you're changing. And as you do that, that's where your confidence grows and comes in. That's where your courage to take the action comes from because you just start to own who you are and you're like, okay, let's go. Let's let's freaking do this and we move forward and do it. So if you are interested in that program, send me a message, send me a direct message. I'll get you all the info. We'll get you signed up and signed in. It's going to be an amazing and beautiful 14 weeks and I'm I'm dying to do this. And I've been getting messages and I've been sharing my message more with people. And every time I talk to people, they're like, what you're doing is this isn't me tooting my own horn, but a little toot toot for myself of really owning it and saying, I teach women how to be confident. I teach women how to trust and believe in themselves so that they can do what they want to do in life and to shut out all of the noise of other people who are other people's expectations and how to stop listening to other people's expectations and start listening to your own because that's a beautiful place to be. So that is the most recent thing that I've been owning, and I love having these conversations and talking about this. So thank you guys for joining me today. I see the little hearts popping up on Instagram. I love it. Uh, Andrea, thank you so much. And um, yeah, send me a, a DM if you guys are interested in the program, but I will be back tomorrow. Um, it might be earlier in the day because it's Saturday. I don't know. I'm actually teaching a class on Insight Timer tomorrow morning too. I'm going to be teached taught out tomorrow, whatever, grammar, incorrect grammar, I don't care, uh, tomorrow. So I'm teaching on Insight Timer tomorrow morning, and then I'll be coming back to teach about owning your confidence and talking about consistency. And again, this is the arc of a confident woman, authenticity, authenticity, resiliency, and consistency. And I call it the arc, and I love it. All right, guys, thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you tomorrow, or I'll see you in the DMs if you want to talk about the program or talk about anything else that maybe resonated with you. If you watch the replay, make sure you comment below that you watch the replay and let me know what resonated most with you. Thank you guys so much. Looking forward to hearing from you.